I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Jesse Kelly Show, second hour of the Jesse Kelly Show. Remember, if you missed any part of the show, you can catch the whole thing on iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes. They're dividing up the three hours still thing, so just subscribe or hit follow so they automatically download it. Save yourself the trouble. Don't ask me. Don't ask me, all right? You can email the show your love, your hate, your death threats, your Ask Dr. Jesse questions for Friday, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. I'm going to get to your calls here in just a second, but I do want to cover one or two more things from the State of the Union. 877-377-4373. Joe Biden, I do think we're going to miss parts of him when he's gone. Parts like this. We are stronger today than we were a year ago, and we'll be stronger a year from now than we are today. This is our moment to meet and overcome the challenges of our time. And we will, as one people, one America, the United States of America. God bless you all, and may God protect our troops. Thank you. Go get him. <laughs> go go get him? <laughs> Who are we supposed to get? I... I I don't feel like that should be the end of it. Who are we supposed to get? <laughs> but you know, you do know what happened, right? I have a theory. Oh, Chris, I haven't told you. I forgot to tell you. I have a conspiracy theory. Just a theory. Um, have you ever worn an earpiece? Maybe, maybe at some point in your life you've had to wear an earpiece. I have to wear an earpiece now every single day. Uh, Not so much for radio. I have to wear these big stupid headphones for radio. But when I do TV, remember I have a TV show every night on the first TV. You have to wear an earpiece in one of your ears, which is actually really cool because I always pretend like I'm in the Secret Service and I talk into my wrist. Eagle One's on the move. Eagle One's on the move. But beyond that, I have to wear this earpiece. And it is an adjustment for sure to have somebody talking to you when you're listening to something else, if we're playing a clip on the TV show or maybe I'm talking, although they know not to do that anymore because I'm uh, pretty much unable to multitask at all. I'm the worst multitasker in the world. I can't listen to two different things at once. I can't listen and talk at the same time. I'm very uh, low IQ is what you would probably call it. Very low IQ. Remember, I went to community college, okay? Well, Sometimes, and this actually happened a couple times last night, sometimes when someone's talking in your ear, wires can get crossed. Now, what do I mean by that? Like last night, I had, I, they try to keep one guy, one producer in my ear for TV. Hey, Jesse, got a break for commercial in 30 seconds. Hey, Jesse, got to do this, got to do that. But every now and then, he would say something that 
clearly didn't apply to me, I would think. I would hear something to, hey, go to A block. Hey, we got to go to cut screen one. And I don't, I don't know what any of these words mean. Well, he didn't shut off the mic in time to go talk to someone else because there are obviously a bunch of people who work on the show. So he didn't shut off the communication. You understand what I mean? I want you to listen to this again. And I think what Joe Biden heard, this is a total whack job conspiracy theory. I have nothing to back this up. I think Joe Biden heard in his ear something he wasn't supposed to hear. I think his people said, hey, whoever his handler is, go get him. Listen again. Look, it's a conspiracy theory. I know. But listen again and tell me if it makes sense because he says it emphatically. He says it emphatically like it's part of the speech. Listen. We are stronger today than we were a year ago. And we'll be stronger a year from now than we are today. This is our moment to meet and overcome the challenges of our time. And we will, as one people, one America, the United States of America. God bless you all. And may God protect our troops. Thank you. Go get him. Tell me, I tell me I'm wrong. Chris, Chris is laughing. Tell me I'm wrong. All right, look, I'm 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 all ears if you think I'm wrong. 877-377-4373. I think Joe Biden had an earpiece in and heard something he wasn't supposed to hear last night. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Robert in Idaho, go. Yeah, so the last segment when you were playing the montage of Biden using his son to get sympathy, mm-hmm. and he kept on asking, you know, uh, as a Biden, do you give me your word? And I was thinking, I mean, a Biden's word? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure a ruble is worth more than a Biden's <laughs> word right now. <laughs> so true. It's so true, and he uses that line a lot. You've got my word as a Biden. You've been lying for 40 years that that nothing is worth less than your stupid word. Golly, Chris, I'm right. I'm right about my conspiracy theory. Look, if my conspiracy theory isn't dead on, I guarantee it's close. Joe Biden either heard or read, go get him somewhere, and he wasn't supposed to see that. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. You ever see the movie Anchorman, Chris, where he reads exactly what's on the teleprompter? And I forget what the scene was, but someone accidentally put a question mark at the end of a sentence after his name. And his name's Ron Burgundy in the movie. And and he's on air and he says, I'm Ron Burgundy? (laughs) That's Joe Biden. That's Joe Biden. All right. Also, I had no idea we reelected Donald Trump, but golly, it was nice to see him up there last night. Folks, if we're to advance liberty and justice... We need to secure our border and fix the immigration system. I'm sorry? Secure the border? You understand how many people were let into this country this year? Do you have any idea how many people were let into this country this year? Oh, and speaking of which, it was was nice to see Trump back up there. I love Donald Trump. Good job, Donald. We should all agree the answer is not to defund the police. It's to fund the police. Oh, and then all the Democrats cheer. Fund the police. Man, that is wild. I'll tell you what. I'm going to do this for effect. Just a heads up. It's going to be a little bit long, but fund the police. Joe Biden gets up last night and says, fund the police. All the Democrats stand up and cheer. That is, 
That is so odd because I distinctly remember, distinctly remember what happened after St. George Floyd died. So we've been talking about defunding the police. Uh, there's some issues that we ask police to do, like mental health issues or policing in schools and all the rest, that perhaps we can uh, shuffle some of that money around. Suck it up. Defunding the police has to happen. We need to defund the police. Mayor Eric Garcetti saying, take some of the money from policing, about $150 million. I applaud Eric Garcetti for doing what he's done. Not only do we need to disinvest for in police, but we need to completely dismantle the Minneapolis Police Department. So yes, defund your butts, defund you. Yes, I support the reallocation of resources uh, from NYPD. We will be moving funding from the NYPD to youth initiatives and social services. They are talking about reducing the allocation of resources to that department. And I think every single city in this country ought to be thinking about the same thing. Yes, I support the defund movement. I'm for responsible i just want to make sure i give you a heads up uh that that goes on for seven minutes i'm not going to play the whole seven minutes oh it was all the rage last year now that's actually great news and this is why that's great news joe biden chuck schumer nancy pelosi they're actually not quite as powerful as you think and this is what i mean by that they're not quite as powerful as you think you know why Chuck Schumer, I mean, he's always been an embarrassing clown and a stain on the state of New York and the United States of America. He's always been that. But you know why he's been so radically left in just the last couple years? Because of AOC. Because of that nutbag communist from the Bronx. She has flirted before, kind of openly, with a Senate run. Chuck Schumer is not sure he can beat AOC in a Senate run. Joe Biden, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, the, the powers that be in the Democratic Party, they are extremely beholden to their radical, full-blown communist base. If Joe Biden is going to get up there and alienate his base and say, hey, we got to fund the police, the poll numbers for Democrats going into the midterms must be worse than anything you can possibly imagine. If they're now going to campaign on everything opposite of what they've been campaigning on, those poll numbers must be ugly. And I'm talking, jeez, they must be, they must be Nancy Pelosi ugly. They must be. Did you see Grandma Vodka up there last night? She's worth $150 million. I get it. Age happens. The woman can't get some dentures that fit. It looks like she's chasing him around her mouth the entire time. I've no idea. Chris, I'm not trying to be mean. What, Chris? We can joke. It's fine. I'm not trying to be mean. That's what it looks like. What's with the weird lip stuff? 877-377-4373. We still have my friend Emerald Robinson coming up 15 minutes from now. Can I ask her about all this vaccine stuff? She's been all over this for quite a while. Now, I told you I'd keep you updated on everything going on, Ukraine, Russia, whatnot. Major explosions in Kiev. Uh, I'm hearing two, I'm hearing three, I'm hearing four, but big explosions in Kiev. So, look, you saw what the markets have been doing, right? Get some gold. I, I don't know what the future is going to bring. You don't know what the future is going to bring. Nobody does, but I do know having gold physically in your hands is, I mean, it's just flat out protecting yourself and your family at this point. And I'm not now, nor will I ever tell you to do anything drastic. 
Just call Oxford Gold Group and get what you can get. They make it completely easy. I know these guys. They're wonderful to work with. Tell them Jesse told you to call, and they'll take special care of you, okay? 833-995-GOLD, Oxford Gold Group. 833-995-GOLD. Jesse Kelly. Back soon. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. I'm telling you, Chris. I'm telling you, my conspiracy theory is right. It is right. Tell, listen to this again. It, it, look, what else are we going to do? Co- cover the whole state of the union again. You've heard that a thousand times today. We're, we're going deep in the twilight zone tonight. I think Joe Biden had an earpiece in last night where people can prompt him if needed or whatever. What, however, whatever reason you would have the president wear an earpiece. And I think this little thing everyone's been snickering about today, go get him at the end that made no sense. I think the comms got crossed, and I think this was meant for Joe Biden's handler, and it actually got to Joe, and he thought he was supposed to say it. We are stronger today than we were a year ago, and we'll be stronger a year from now than we are today. This is our moment to meet and overcome the challenges of our time, and we will, as one people, one America, the United States of America. God bless you all, and may God protect our troops. Thank you. Go get him. Go, go get him? <laughs> he, was, he was doing the soaring speech thing, too, and then at the end, the comms got crossed, and Joe didn't know you weren't supposed to say that. Joe, that wasn't, that wasn't for you at all. <laughs> Joe in Florida. I hope this is not Joe Biden. Joe, go ahead. Hey, you know something? Uh, last night I heard that the address was coming on, so I thought I'd give it a shot. But when he, but when he said we're going to fix the border, I hollered out, "Let's go, Brandon!" But I said it in its original form, and I hung up. <laughs> Let's support it. What, Chris? I wanted to see. I just wanted to see how it would work. We still have to try this out with guests. We're going to slip one of these into the guests. Carla in Denver, go. Your earpiece theory is correct because I've seen a video multiple times of Joe and Jill Biden walking into the White House, and they must have said in his earpiece, salute the Marines as he passed them. And instead of saluting the Marines, he actually repeated, salute the Marines. Oh. That's freaking potato. How about that? Carla out here cracking the code. How about that? Like, look, it, I'm, I'm going to play it one more time. Then we're going to move on. So I want to get to the other stuff that was in there. But this, it is a big deal, right? I mean, if I'm right, doesn't this matter? We are stronger today than we were a year ago. And we'll be stronger a year from now than we are today. This is our moment to meet and overcome the challenges of our time. And we will, as one people, one America, the United States of America. God bless you all, and may God protect our troops. Thank you. Go get him. (laughs) I can't help it. I can't help it. It makes me laugh. Look, the, the good news is this. I do have good news, though. The good news is this. 
Joe Biden, yeah, he struggled. And it's kind of the word slur thing. He did some slurring of the words and stuff like that. Okay, all that's bad. I understand that's not ideal. But if we don't have Joe, at least we have Dome. So what else do we have to throw at this when Putin so far is undeterred? Well, we are going to continue to do what we've done. What do you say to those people who say gas prices are just too high? I can't get peanut butter. Everything costs more. What are you going to do? Listen, people are struggling, especially working people, in terms of the, the price of gas and food. And, and the, the reasons include what we need to do to address what happened through, through the pandemic in terms of supply chain issues, um, which was a reduction of the availability of goods, and so the prices went up. We also need to deal with one of the biggest issues, which is the cost of living. It's too expensive for working families. Oh, oh, that clears everything up. Thanks, Dome. <laughs> Gosh, she look, she's just she's been on a tear lately. Because as we all know, elections matter. <laughs> and when folks vote, they order what they want. And in this case, they got what they asked for. <laughs> I went off script a little bit. <laughs> The end part there's the best because she she acts like she just nailed a zinger right there. <laughs> hey, I get a little wild sometimes. I'm Kamala. <laughs> all right. One other thing we can all smile about. I think we can all agree that women can absolutely be terrible to each other. It's just they can be terrible to each other. It gets catty and competitive. And actually, I'm not one of these people who just points fingers at women. Women are really, really terrible to each other, oftentimes over looks. Men are just as catty and terrible, only it's over professional success. That's because women are judged more on their looks and men are judged more on their professional success. You don't have to like that. That's the whole hunter-gatherer thing. That's how we're made. Woman wants a man who can provide. Man wants a dime. That's just the way that works. So I have really, really enjoyed as the Jill Biden-Kamala Harris feud has continued to unfold. This is a clip that's been floating around for the past day or two, and everyone kind of laughed it off like Jill Biden just kind of made a whoopsie. I'm out here cracking codes all night, Chris. Jill Biden did not commit a whoopsie when she said this to Kamala Harris. Jill Biden did one of those passive-aggressive things because Jill Biden and Kamala hate each other. She did a passive-aggressive dig at Kamala, and it's vicious. Listen to this. Ladies and gentlemen, the president of the... The vice president of the... (laughs) And she says right after that, she says, Hey, I was was only kidding. It was a joke. Like Kamala being president would be a joke. That wasn't an accident. If Joe said it, that would have been an accident. Jill said it. That was 1,000% on purpose. All right. 877-377-4373. Don't forget you can email the show, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Your love, your hate, your death threats, your Ask Dr. Jesse questions for Friday. All are welcome. All emails go right to Chris. He prints them all out for me. I read them all. I won't respond. I get way too many, and I'm an extremely rude, heartless, cold person, Chris, without any feelings whatsoever. I wonder... I wonder if the sounds, I wonder if the fart sound came through for the listeners on, on as they were calling it. I don't know if it did or not, but it made me laugh. Maybe we'll try it out with Emerald Robinson.
my friend Emerald Robinson on the vaccines next. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. That was Van the Man Morrison. Chris, did you know he had terrible stage fright? No, I don't mean he can't pee when someone else is watching. I mean, he never wanted to go on stage. I'm not even kidding. I'm not even kidding. No, I swear. Joining me now, somebody who has been way out in front of all the vaccine stuff and several other things, my friend Emerald Robinson. Emerald, I think it would only be fitting in light of all the Pfizer re- releases today or yesterday for you to go ahead and spike the football, as I know you probably want to. I, I mean, how many times can I say I told you so? <laughs> Emerald, uh... Emerald, you're a woman. I'm sure you have more of those in you. Go ahead. Please take your time. You know, the reason you always let your guests choose their their songs, right? And I, I told your producer, Chris, to give me anything Van Morrison because, look, Van Morrison has also been ahead of this. I already loved him. He made up the majority of my um, my wedding album. But I love him more now given that he's not one of these just, you know, followers as so many of his colleagues have been, you know, cowardly followers to the narrative and he early on spoke out against the vaccines he wrote songs about anti-lockdown songs and he's been labeled a fruitcake well it looks like me and van morrison are both getting some uh some vengeance tonight as you said there's been lots of news on the vaccine but look it's a lot that we've already talked about um, it's not just pfizer but also moderna there's been a lot of releases in the last couple of days talking about side effects to the vaccines with Moderna, it's that it does, has been found, as we were concerned about and talked about, and I talked about early on, to, to, to inhibit fertility amongst two vaccinated people. And in the new Pfizer uh, vaccine trial data, recipients were uh, 19 times more likely to experience fever, chills, pain, and flu-like illness is how they're putting it, uh, two months after vaccination. But look, it's just a snowball isn't it jesse it's like every day there's more and more coming out about the vaccines and it's getting very hard for them to hide it and not talk about it even though they keep trying to shove the boosters down our throat even the gop and they're like oh it's like look at the bird look at the squirrel look at the shining object look at ukraine and russia because the whole vaccine narrative is falling apart (sighs) emerald can you i'm trying to wrap my mind around the sense of betrayal so many Americans are going to feel 
if this thing really does turn out to be as as harmful as it looks like it's going to be for a significant percentage of people who were forced to take it. I mean, we told people, you're out of a job if you don't take this. You're out of the military if you don't take this. You can't travel here if you don't take this. You can't eat here if you don't take this. A lot of people felt forced and did it. How wronged are all these people going to feel if this thing is as bad as it looks like it might be? It's one of the greatest crimes against humanity that Mm -hmm. we've seen. And a lot of people are already getting upset. They're having buyer's remorse on the vaccines. And look, I think that that's probably also why you're seeing Trump not sell them this month. Remember December, he got a lot of backlash from his base when he started saying, you know, we should own this. We should take pride in this. Mm -hmm. And in that month since. I mean, a lot of bad news has come out about it. And so you don't hear him talking about it. So I think even maybe Donald Trump might have some buyers remorse on the vaccine. Emerald, when, when, when a country gets to the place where we are now and the citizens mm-hmm. have lost this much trust in their cultural institutions, in their education system, entertainment, government, I mean, the, the, the institution after institution, there's no trust left. Is there any putting the band back together again. I don't want to be too cynical or too fatalistic, but how how does one come back from that as a country when half the country thinks FBI, oh, brother? How do you come back from Mm -hmm. that? I don't think you do. And I think last night at the State of the Union, if you watched it with President Biden, we watched the Republicans, you know, clap and laugh along with Biden Many of them, some of them didn't attend, you know, Jim Jordan, Thomas Massey, and a couple others didn't attend because they had to get COVID tests. But a large portion of the Republican members of Congress there, speaking of not having trust anymore in people or institutions, look at how they acted last night. They were laughing and clapping along with Biden when he talked about certain things. And remember, he is the tyrant who declared the GOP voters are domestic terrorists. And there are technically the uh, representatives voted voted in office by GOP voters laughing and, and and clapping along with Biden. And they're cutting deals with Biden, encouraging people still to get triple vaxxed despite the data that you mentioned coming out about both the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines. And there's no sign that the, even the Republican establishment cares about the mood of the country at all. And I'll tell you, as I travel to Georgia and Florida and Ohio, there's a reckoning coming. The people are not, like you said, there's no putting the genie back in the bottle. They don't trust the institutions and they don't trust politicians in either party. That includes the GOP. Republicans are looking for different people to represent them. Okay, Emerald, is are we changing the Republican Party for the better? I know it's slow. I brought this up last night. I know it's slow. They're always going to be behind Emerald Robinson. I, I get that. But but during the Tea Party years, I mean, people complained because it turned out to be a scam. We actually got some decent ones out of that. It happened slow, but it is happening, is it not? Yes. And what I think is changing largely and most importantly about Republicans, the party, is the voters getting more involved. And they're not just getting involved by supporting a certain candidate. They're getting out there and running for school board. They're running for uh, their local council, they're running for, you know, the water commission, whatever. They're getting involved at the local level, and they're talking now about building back, you know, I don't want to say building back, because maybe they can buy and build back better, <laughs> slogan, but they're changing the party on the ground level, 
and hoping that it's going to filter up into the kind of candidates that eventually represent them in Congress and on the national level. So there's been a huge change. Remember, Republicans are never the never the party of grassroots. For so long, they've sat by and thought that the you know the smart people or the people involved were taking care of things. And 2020 revealed to them in the four years under Trump and, and under which uh, the, the the administration was overshadowed by RussiaGate, and we found out our institutions were totally corrupt people realize there isn't, the adults are not, the supposed quote-unquote adults are not handling things. There's no adults in the room, and we're going to have to get involved instead of sitting by and, and you know, taking our kids, to, just taking our kids to soccer and think we're raising good good children and being good parents and being uh, good workers and productive in that way. It was a real awakening for real Americans. Emerald, what do you have going on now? I know you got something going. What is it? Oh, yeah. I've got a little something going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, besides, besides my Substack, which you can check out at emerald, uh, emeralddb3.substack.com, and I talk a lot about the vaccines, and you can see uh, most of the breaking news on the vaccines there are just where I'm talking to doctors. I'm also launching my new show on frankspeech.com and Lindell TV. We're set to start airing on March 14th. It's 9 a.m. every morning. You can catch a rerun of that at 5 p.m. Eastern time in the evening. So 9 a.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Eastern. Uh, and we're going to be covering all of these stories that the corrupt corporate media won't cover and talking about news that I think really matters to real Americans. And we'll be talking to a lot of real Americans, some of those people that I've mentioned to you that are out there making change because they realize they have to do it. And we'll talk to Americans all over the state. And uh, that'll, that will be on right before Steve Bannon's War Room which is 10 to 12 on uh, Lindell TV and and, and Frank's Beach. I hope everybody goes and checks it out. Emerald, what are you having for dinner tonight? I already ate it. I just fed the kids and myself, and we had leftover chicken. Totally bland. Sorry. What what kind of chicken? I didn't need you to do anything amazing because I was coming on to join you and talk to you and and your listeners. You know what? That's fine. You know what? That's totally acceptable. Totally acceptable. Emerald Robinson, (laughs) you are the best. Thank you, ma'am. It was good to talk to you again. Good to talk to you, Jesse. Thank you. All right, I am going to finally get to some emails, back to some more stories. I think I think I have another update on Ukraine, Russia, all that nonsense here in just a second. Now, I told you the other day about Eden Pure thunderstorm, the air purifier, and what it has done for Michael. Kind of comical, nevertheless true. Michael Eden Pure was kind enough to send him one, and Michael has a new puppy. A German Shepherd Terrier mix, I believe. And because it's a new puppy, occasionally it will take a Biden in the house. You can't smell it now. That's his problem. The Eden Pure is so good at removing odors from the air, he can't tell when his puppy takes a Biden in the house. They're selling three packs of these things right now, only for my listeners, for $200 off. You can get a three-pack for under 200 bucks. That's absurd. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. Use the discount code JESSE3. That's JESSE and the number three. And you get a three-pack for under 200 bucks. EdenPureDeals.com. Code JESSE3. The Jesse Kelly Show. It's still real to me, damn it. Returns next.
It is the Jesse Kelly Show. And I was thinking about playing this Jen Psaki bit, but I got really mad at the beginning of the show. If you missed it, the whole show's on iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes. And you know, I don't like doing that. I don't I do not like yell and scream radio. I don't like radio that makes people feel like crap. I always hated those shows where they're yelling and screaming and mad the whole time. And by the time you're done, you feel like crap. Your your blood pressure's through the roof. And I I, I always said I would try to do a show that just makes your day better and was fun. And so I, I thought about not even playing this little clip because I'm worried it's going to get me upset. But I've decided, Chris, I've turned over a new leaf. I'm not going to lose my temper anymore. I'm totally fine. I'm totally fine. You see, Joe Biden last night, he got up and talked a lot about the, the troops, of course. Everyone, I support our troops. Everyone loves that. And he's going to cure cancer and you know fund the police and secure the border. He, he did all these things. And he also chose to ignore something. He chose to ignore the fact that under his watch and because, actually, of his decision-making, 13 of our warriors died in Afghanistan. These are young men and women. Their families still very much alive, very much in pain. We just had Christmas not too long ago. None of those 13 warriors were there. Families are hurting. Joe Biden chose not to bring them up last night during the State of the Union. When asked why he didn't today, here was Jen Psaki's explanation. So look, a speech like the State of the Union, it's hugely important. It doesn't touch on, it doesn't have the time to touch on everything that is a priority. He didn't have time? 13 warriors dead because of Joe Biden's bumbling idiocy and the the decision-making of the people around him. Their parents never get to hug them again. They'll never grow old, become wives, husbands, grandpas, robbed of all that because of Joe Biden's decision-making and Joe Biden didn't have time for them. Again, I'm not going to get upset. I've already gotten upset once this show, and I don't like doing that. Just once again, uh, once again, Joe Biden said this. Last year, COVID-19 kept us apart. This year, we're finally together again. Let's use this moment to reset. So stop looking at COVID as a partisan dividing line. See it for what it is, a god-awful disease. Let's stop sending each, seeing each other as enemies and start seeing each other for who we are. No, no, you're my enemy. No, you're my enemy. You couldn't bother to take 30 seconds, 10 seconds to honor those guys. Honestly, you should have named every man and woman, all 13 of them. You should have named them all last night. You're the commander in chief. They died under your watch because of your idiocy. Their names should have been read by you, the president of the United States. They weren't read by you, and everyone knows why they weren't read by you. Because you want everyone to forget about it. You made a political choice that you didn't want to bring up those 13 people. But everything isn't about politics, Joe. Some things are more important than politics. Lots of things. Lots of things. All right, before I get to the emails, I may even get to some phone calls. 877-374-373. I did get this email, and I love this. I love my Hero 2020. 
Got one for my 24 and 20-year-old daughters, too. We live in various parts of California, which won't allow them to be shipped. Had to ship them to my family in Texas who sent them to me. Okay, I'm not totally sure that's legal, but it's just an email I got. But I will tell you this. We get those emails a lot. When you get yourself a hero gun, it adds peace of mind. And more than anything, when you get one for your wife or your husband or your daughters, it gives extra peace of mind knowing they have something besides a phone they can use to protect themselves with. Doesn't matter if they don't shoot. Doesn't matter if they hate guns. It's a non-lethal gun. Shoots pepper balls out. When they explode on contact, they're debilitating. Anyone can use it. It's got a laser sight. only takes a couple minutes. You don't need a concealed carry permit. Go to Hero2020.com and use the code JESSE, and that gets you a special discount. Hero2020.com, code JESSE. State restrictions may apply. Now let's get to some other emails here. Great Oracle. I'm a truck driver that listens to your podcast every morning as soon as I hop in my truck. Yesterday morning, as I was cruising along, I reached down to grab a bottle of water and accidentally hit the pause button on my phone. As I scrambled to hit the play button, I caught myself apologizing to you out loud. Quote, oh, hell, Jesse, my bad. Give me a second. (laughs) I hope you heard me. You can say my name if you woke up randomly at 5 a.m. the other morning hearing my apology. (laughs) His name is John. That is so cool. One of the things I love, I, I really love about doing radio is it is it is such a relationship with the audience people ask me a lot what i like more tv or radio because i have a tv show every night too on the first tv 9 p.m eastern and i never have an answer because i like them both for different reasons on tv i like the visual aspect of it like last night i covered the state of the union live and they had this thing called the kelly cam and i was eating cheese balls and pouring whiskey and everything else and it was just fun i enjoyed it um but so it allows me to add a visual element like facial expressions and things like that and plus i talk with my hands a lot that's why they had to get me a different kind of microphone because i tend to talk with my hands and i kept hitting the mic and chris kept getting upset but the radio part of it is i don't know what it is and i can't explain why radio's more intimate Chris, I don't, I don't mean to put it that way. It's more of a relationship with a radio audience, in my opinion. Kind of you watch TV, but radio, radio's in the car with you. You know, radio is there when you're making dinner with your kids. Radio's there when you're on a forklift. Radio's, it's there with you. You kind of take it with you. And I think that's why I love it so much. I mean, you, you don't understand Y'all write in all the time and you talk about how you love the show and we make you laugh and make your day better. You make our day better. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Some of these phone calls are pants wetting funny or moving. The emails you send, pants wetting funny, some of them. You're all a bunch of meatheads too. The other, Like the other day when I asked for a food item and any person alive or dead you could take into the nuclear bunker in case Russia decides to nuke us all, I was expecting I was going to get a lot of Julius Caesar or George Washington, but no, not with this audience. What did I get? I'd take Halle Berry. I want Heidi Klum. I want Taylor Swift. You absolute blockheads. Blockheads, all of you. (laughs) All right. 
877-377-4373. I actually will take because I don't take them very often. I'll take some phone calls after this. We also are going to go back over some State of the Union stuff. I have some email stuff. Look, let's just be honest. I'm going to be magnificent during the last hour. What, Chris? Hang on. Hannah Storm and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.